Welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and this week with me, I have Ed. Hi, hi. I have Mike. Hello. And I have Paolo. I'm trapped in a glass cage of emotions. Is it a cage or a case? It might be a TV screen. Ooh. Oh, so Ooh. so case. Is it your own little pocket dimension it, that it, you made out of magic? It might be. It might be chaos magic. Are you real sad that your husband died, who's also a robot? I mean, yeah. he also wasn't my husband, but, you know, that's a thing. Sounds like you're robo-shaming, Paolo. Mm. <laughs> we, don't, we don't do that here, Paolo. We don't kick shame here. I know People we don't who love robots here. are valid, Paolo. Yeah. God I damn love it. robots. Actually, no, I hate robots. Oh, wow. Wow, we're uh, getting listen, out already. You guys, okay, you guys are aware <sighs> of my distinct fear of robots and AIs. Oh, I thought you were going to say dwarves. We're like, yeah, you also, hate them. Yeah. Also dwarves. And, and, and by that, and by that, let me let me so uh, it, uh, clarify. It, it, it's the the fictional uh, ma- ma- or the fictional race of dwarves. Yeah, like in Lord of the Rings. Listen, if if yeah, an yeah. artificial intelligence, if an artificial Hammers. intelligence were Hammers. to inhabit a robot body in the shape of a dwarf, that's the perfect trifecta of things I do not like. Right, you'll go John Connor. Right, you'll be just like, yeah, I get it. You'll just... Exactly. Oh, it's fine. Down it's with fine. the machines. They're gonna say John Wick. Hey, I mean, John Wick didn't fight any machines yet, but I'm holding out for four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 Those I'm, robots killed this dog. I'm just, I'm just imagining them doing Terminator Two, but recasting Arnold Schwarzenegger with Warwick Davis and Paulo just losing his shit. <laughs> He's not. He's a small person. I'm not talking about the. You, you, put, the actual... you, 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 you put a beard on him. You dress him up like Gimli. There you go. <laughs> oh shit! All this time, Paulo just hates Warwick Davis a whole bunch. It's just it's just coded messages on how how much Paulo he hates. Paulo is not a fan of. <laughs> I don't hate half. Not a fan of Peter Dinklage. Yeah, like it's just dwarves. The fictional. What are you trying to tell me? That Peter Dinklage is a halfling. Hold on. No. I, I've seen that man. That's horrible. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that either. Oh my god! Jesus, we're gonna get canceled. Well, okay, okay, well okay, speaking okay, of right. cancel though, because so so that's <laughs> the idea of the Apollo Vision show, but we're here to talk about WandaVision. Yeah, it's, for some it's reason, much better it, than the Apollo Vision oh, show. What a segue! <laughs> for some reason, Apollo Vision didn't get greenlit. I don't know why. Yeah. Why? I I don't get it. It's something about maybe I, I don't want to say thinly veiled racism, but we, but there was a lot of yeah we got a lot of notes and most of them yeah. were like no it's it, 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 it's I'm going a person into, of color it's it's going into the archive of failed pilots with Heil Honey I'm home Jesus <laughs> oh hey, that show got made God. it did <laughs> that show got one episode there 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 is a pilot it's sitting in the BBC archives I don't know if it's available to the public and nor do I want to know yeah that's fine I think it's a, I think it's on YouTube. Oh God! Oh no! Not okay. looking for it. Okay, no. Let's let's <laughs> bring up what we actually came here to talk about. The guy called Caveman sitcom. Because no, <laughs> <laughs> that got canceled. Oh, I I'd rather I'd, I'd rather watch that than Polavision. Same, big same. <laughs> but you know what I do want to watch is Wandavision. Oh, I watched that. Have so, you watched, watched it yet? Four episodes in prep of the ep- for the uh, the episode here. Yeah, yeah. I watched. <laughs> That's the all only reason I watched it. <laughs> I mean, let me let me just say this. Uh, I watched them just to call myself out like I did to Ed last episode. I watched fair. all four of it yesterday. I just couldn't bring myself ah. to watch it. And I did. That's you fair, know? though. That's yeah. fair. Like you guys, 
we've made it clear you guys are not as like that you don't have that fanboy that needs to watch every episode Friday morning. Yeah, yeah, and I just like I, yeah. I, you know Marvel properties uh, they don't do it for me. And this one yep. I, I feel like this one didn't really do it for me either, but no. we can get into that. We can get into Which that. ironically enough we actually we can... have not discussed our opinions before going into this, so we're going into this blind for once. Yeah, I think uh I think the most you guys know is is my opinion of episode 4 and that's about it. That's fair. Yeah. And then, and then I was talking about the last scene, but we'll get there because uh, Jimi Hendrix is pretty great. Yeah, love that dude. He could play the guitar pretty good. Ah, uh, here's he's gonna go right. far. <laughs> so, if in case you guys didn't realize it, spoilers for the first four episodes. Um, we're recording the night before the fifth episode gets released. Yes, we're doing a mid-season review. Hooray! Whoop, whoop. So, before we start diving into it, so Mike's lukewarm on it. Add initial thoughts about the first four episodes. Uh, it's fine it's it's pretty standard mcu and disney fair and paulo what do you, what's your main takeaway so far i'm enjoying it i'm having a lot of fun watching the show honestly i'm with you there i i'm kind of of the opinion right now i'm kind of getting really sick of the usual mcu formula and so far i feel like this has been a kind of a nice breakup of that to an extent and i definitely think we can bring up the reasons for why we feel that way because i i'm agreeing with you in that regard where it doesn't feel like it's the standard typical you know marvel formula although i get where ed's complaints are coming from about that fourth episode but let's Mm. so let's let's talk about the first episode first before anything else which um premiered about a month ago uh from time of the recording um essentially the, the show pretty much just throws you right in um you don't get much of a background in terms of like what the hell is going on you just have um this this sitcom from the sixties just kind of there in front of you. Right. It was the yeah. fifties. Actually it was a 50. It started off as a fifties. Uh, yes. Sitcom, yes. Yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. Separate beds and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that you don't yeah, actually, that you great. don't actually see that into the second episode, which is kind of nice. <gasps> yeah. Um, the first episode, it, it generally deals with them moving into the neighborhood that they're in. Um, realizing that they're essentially a married couple. Uh, and Vision trying to figure out, you know, what the hell he does at his job. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it does start with confusion, where like they have a discussion. Is like, what is what does this mean on the calendar? Why is there a heart there? Like, is this our anniversary? And they they have they could spend a good like two or three minutes just discussing, just kind of laying out the groundwork. Where, like things aren't right. Like, they I don't mean, even like what are we doing? Yeah. I mean, just, I, just, just trying to just trying to figure out what you're supposed to do at your job every day. Already, it's the most realistic show I've seen yet. I was about to say, I actually worked a job where like the first month and a half I worked there, I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing because nobody trained me on anything. Right. Which which is incredibly accurate to 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 what the show did as well. So it felt I, I felt some resonance <laughs> with vision there where I'm just like, what do we do here? It's like, oh, we just calculate things. Really? We just calculate things? How are we calculating? You're the best calculator. You're like a computer. <laughs> it's fine. Yo, you're so good. You're so good. And then he got offended. Ah, oh, so great. <laughs> so yeah, so it starts off, and then uh, it does like a lot of traditional old school sitcom tropes, like you know the boss comes over for dinner. Like it doesn't, it doesn't follow the typical Marvel formula where, oh hey, bad guy over here, let's go over there and punch bad guy. Probably my favorite part of that was the the fact that that first episode and and every episode since, except for the fourth episode, followed the formula of the sitcom of the time that it's that it's going with. 
I did dig that. Um, yeah, I did it, like that. It did a really good job of making sure that like you only got that three camera angle shots. Uh, like the cameras are literally just placed in just a specific place. You never see like you don't get those like different shots of of what we get now in sitcoms mm-hmm. or in, even even in, in in the MCU, for example. Except during that one scene when the boss is over and is choking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you get a lot of angles. Um, oh yeah, when uh, yeah they they I, I do like the uh, vaguely unsettling zoom on uh, Kitty from the that seventy mm-hmm. show. Yep, uh, it's just like yeah, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> like like something's obviously wrong, and it it gives. Yeah. It, and that's the reason that I think I got kind of pulled into watching the show because it it gives you those small vibes of obviously there's something really wrong with what's happening here. Oh yeah, that they they set it up that like this is what you're getting, and then they break from the norm, and it's it's a little unsettling. Yeah, I think I think I just wanted more of it, you know. But and, not and to go I'm right too there much with into you. it, yeah. But I just, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but like at, at the same time, though, like compared to '50s and '60s sitcoms at that point, like it's not, it doesn't feel like it strays too far because you know there's a scene where she's uh, struggling to make uh, dinner, and mm-hmm. she's using uh, you know her Scarlet Witch powers to fly stuff around and stuff like that. Like that's basically like an episode of Bewitched. No, oh yeah, and actually the second episode I think pretty much like the opening was cribbed pretty yep. much from the witch. Like that's oh, like yeah. Yeah. Oh, not, not just that, yeah. but even the the way that they handled her magic in that 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 part of the the towards the end of the second episode where they're doing the um the talent show. Mm. Um they actually made it so that she would it, 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 she was breaking essentially that making it look like her magic was actually just fake. Right. Yeah. And and I thought and honestly, that's one of the reasons like that second episode was better than the first episode, in my opinion. Oh, it definitely gave you even more vibes towards like the weird stuff. So um, essentially, the premise of the second episode is they are now in the 70s or was it the 60s now? Um, 60s. It goes yeah, up 10 60s. years. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though. So I feel like I feel like it was the 70s. It was the 60s, the 70s. The third episode was the no, you're right. The third episode was the 70s. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was definitely straight yeah. up uh, Partridge Family yeah, and Brady you're Bunch. You're absolutely right. Their house was right. the Brady Bunch house. But yeah, let's let's get yeah. Yeah, yeah, second yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, second episode. So second episode, second episode, the premise of that second episode is they are um, trying to fit into the neighborhood now. So we get introduced to a little bit, a few more of the characters, um, get introduced to the the neighbors that live in the area, um, get introduced to like the, um, I guess you would consider one of her antagonists in the show, the the blonde woman whose name I can't remember. It was a like Dorothy or it was a D name. I forget. Oh, she was uh, Cordelia in um, Buffy. No, 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 she was not. I know she looked like her, but it definitely was not. Now, now you're going to have to make me check because I'm interested in knowing. Um, but regardless, so the, the whole point of that episode was um, she they're setting up for like a. Uh, a fundraiser that's a talent show and essentially vision then ends up getting screwed up because he can't eat anything and he can't drink anything or else it messes with the system mm-hmm. and he gets a piece of gum stuck in his body so that very much was like a a, uh, a drunken robot yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah i don't know i was gonna say the, like the trope of like something silly going on like during like an important thing for the the protagonist yes it was good i i enjoyed it again and it felt I don't know. I, I want to say it almost feels natural. Like it. it uh, go ahead. Sorry. Like I, I really felt like I was watching. Like I've and like growing up as as I've done, watched so many different TV shows. 
Um, we're like, I think all of us have been through like, you know, staying at home and watching old reruns of these old sitcoms. Right. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it, it, you can tell that they went in and they put a lot of um, thought into what they were doing with the episode. By the way, her name was Dottie in the Dottie. There we yes. go. Dottie. Yes. Uh, Emma Caulfield uh, Ford yes. played Anya. In what? Uh, Buffy the Vampire. Oh, Zone. that's who it was. Okay. Yeah, it was definitely. Yeah, she was definitely, definitely in Buffy. In Buffy. I just you gave you the wrong. You definitely, definitely gave you the wrong name. Gotcha. Garrett mm. So th that's the second episode, and then that was, like I said, that was a lot of fun. I feel like that was really cool. Um, and again, we get to see that that kind of breaking of the wall of the veil mm. with the scene where Dottie cuts her hand, and then uh, you hear a voice coming in through the radio. This is also the episode with the uh, with the helicopter, the the little helicopter that oh, flies yeah, into a bush. Yep. Yeah, and it's in color. Yeah, yeah. Same with the blood. The blood's in color too. Yeah. And then it, and the other thing too was she cut her. I think it was the same scene where she cuts her hand and the radio starts playing "Help Me, Wanda." Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, and, that, that all just falls apart there. And then at the end of the episode is the scene with the um the sewer beekeeper. bees. The sewer bees. Yeah. 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 The beekeeper. Which I was. I was super hoping that that beekeeper was going to be uh, Swarm. Oh my god! <laughs> Which, if you haven't if you haven't checked out our uh, Spider Man episodes, uh, we covered him. I don't want to say extensively, but we definitely covered oh. him. We talked a lot uh, about Swarm. In the yeah, Swarm. <laughs> Swarm is a is a dude who's made of bees. Uh, He's a Nazi like there's a bunch of bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a bunch of bees, and they're, they 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 get together and become a dude. Yeah, and that dude's a Nazi. Oh fuck! The writer had something against bees. What's going on here? I don't know. Maybe, maybe all bees are Nazis. Who knows? That maybe maybe it was the pain from Metal Gear Solid Three. Who knows? Yeah, so I was hoping for the pain. Like I, I don't know much about the swarm, but I know about the pain. Like I was hoping just a Kojima cameo. That that be that be my jam. That'd be pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so the episode ends with Wanda magically being pregnant, and She's saying, exactly. I'm and then they go outside, and then they see the beekeeper. Wanda says no. And all of a sudden, the beekeeper is just like gone. Well, the episode, well, it it kind of zooms in back to a previous part in the episode, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really interesting. And you also get, I remember at the end of the first episode, you also get like a small little clip where um, at the end of the episode, someone's watching the sitcom and they're taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that was the end of the first That was the end of the first episode, yes. Yeah. So like that's how it kind of draws you in and gives you like the idea that it's a bigger mystery, which leads into the third episode, which deals with, Wanda uh, is Wanda's super exaggeratedly fast pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. That was fun. It felt really kind of like all over the place, which feels exactly like for a sitcom that that felt right. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I keep saying like it, it. That's kind of what keeps me keeps bringing me in. The fact that like I want to see what they do with the, 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 the idea of what her magic set can do in these sitcoms um, and just go from there. Oh, I, I am a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, yeah, the episode three sound it was very manic. It was very like, oh god, we're panicking. Things are happening at a, like a mile a minute, and uh, I th I felt it really, really worked for the episode for sure. Agreed. Yeah. So the third episode is kind of the the episode where we see the you know the 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 buildup of her her pregnancy, everything happening like super mm -hmm. fast, and she literally in the span of the thirty minute episode, she goes from just being pregnant to giving birth to twins yep yeah um i mean that that totally checks out so that that and that is 
to the comic that's comic accurate because um if i remember correctly she did have a pair of twins is that is that we'll circle back to that in a second though because then episode three is also where things start to go off the rails when uh the character geraldine she finds that uh uh, sword emblem was it yeah 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 and then she like blasts her through the wall and then the episode um I'm trying to remember if they noticed anything else. We already talked about the helicopter, but then that episode comes to an end. In episode four, they finally kind of pull back the current a little bit and tell you what's really going on in the real world. Well, which is ironic because I think I, I was talking to Ed and this is where his big complaint is, how he feels as though Disney just kind of took the fourth episode and handed you all the secrets on the plate, on the platter. Yeah, you you like, so I feel like, and we can talk about this, I, I guess, uh the second part of this episode if we want to just dive into that or if we want to dive into it now um i can kind of get my feelings on it so just just in real quick summarization so episode four you find out that um what was it they just reversed the uh the snap everybody's coming back into existence hold on i do i do want to talk about that very very quickly so the Mm. scene that starts that episode where all of a sudden you know people are just reappearing they chose to place that in a hospital yeah, and which that was kind of cool, I, and it's something that I, I in discussing with with um so, you know some other people, I I realized we the only time that we saw the snap as it like was reversed was in the scene from Spider Man where it's kind of funny you know they just kind of reappear they the, the people reappear in the marching band all that other stuff, but what about the panic that causes in a hospital when all of a sudden uh, yeah. you have people randomly appearing who disappeared five years ago right um you have people who are reappearing in hospital rooms where other people are still sick where life has continued to move on um and just the panic and the feeling of just the rush it gives you another side of what happened that i feel has been very lacking in yeah no i i feel like yeah the the whole mcu yeah is is everyone yeah yeah um totally agreed that was probably some of the I almost like the most emotion we've seen of like anything. Like them building up them building Tony Stark up or them building Iron Man up is like their Superman. Yeah. Um they were definitely trying to convey some emotion with the last Spider-Man movie. But like I feel like that panic that we got from that scene, like that kind of like that kind of stuff should be permeating more in those movies. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I feel like because there was a lot of like unexplained stuff like pre-snap well post-snap essentially that the movie kind of mm-hmm. glossed over and I'm, I'm glad to get it here it is it is cool to see like some of the fallout but like yeah i, I really do wish some of it was more explored in the movies like the well, movies don't really care about the common person i mean that, yeah, that was and part of that part of that i feel like has to do with the fact that if you guys realize it's been a year a full year since we got anything new from marvel yeah this is the first new thing we've gotten from marvel uh what about since- Black- since Endgame. Black Widow what? hasn't come out yet. It hasn't? No. no they keep knocking it back. Yeah, okay. Black Widow. I could have sworn I saw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Black Widow was supposed to have come out at the beginning of the pandemic. Okay. And it was. Then, yeah, well, yeah. It really was. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not just that. So that was supposed to have come out. The Eternals was supposed to come out at time of recording next week. February twelfth. Yeah, is that even happening? Uh no, it's been pushed back to November of this year, I believe. Uh, good luck with that. Good um luck. so you know, with that's that's a thing. The the next big and for 
we could talk about this in the second part of the episode, but uh, part of that also, I feel like they're they're really doing a kind of a redo on what they um, what they plan to do with Phase Four of of the MCU as a result of the pandemic and as a result of pushing back all these things. Of course, everything slowed down. So. Like it's not like oh man, they're really falling far behind. All these other studios are making a ton of movies. It's like yeah, we got to catch up. <laughs> You said Warner Brothers when they were like, "Oh man, we want that Avengers money." But oh, don't, so, don't don't talk to me. About in, that. In, that, <laughs> in that in that regard, though, I feel like that's what this episode kind of has begun to do. Um, we're starting to get a look at what happens to the MCU after, like to the to the more kind of outside of the main heroes. What happened to them? So, for example, we get reintroduced to, if you remember, um, uh, Agent Wu who was the same FBI agent who was take, watching Ant-Man in the second Ant-Man movie. Right. Uh, so I, I have not seen the second Ant-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know that until uh, Amanda showed me a gif on, on, uh, on Tumblr. Yes. So he is, he is still the same, the same FBI agent. Um, funny story. So in that second movie, uh, Ant-Man shows him, you know, uh, a card trick. That car trick. And that card trick is how he introduces himself uh, to the, uh sword agent that comes to deal with the whole uh you know the fact that we find out that this is a weird anomaly that's happening where there's a town that isn't supposed to exist yep. in existence is it monica view is her name uh, monica rambeau who in the comics rambeau. is the second captain marvel yes is she yes is that the so astrophysicist what's her like uh not the like no, Monica Rambeau is the African American woman, the, yeah, oh, the sword yeah, agent who comes oh, back, who we see come back. So she's actually the daughter of the um, of Captain Marvel's friend in the first movie, in the first in the Captain Marvel movie. Oh, you see, yeah. I I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, so like I hear, like, oh, all right. the ones, yeah, I hear the ones you're missing. Uh, you're not missing anything i mean i only saw like the big ones after ultron i think to be fair my favorite part of uh avengers and you know sorry my favorite part of avengers infinity war was asking you how many johnny storms were going to be in that movie and my <laughs> so and, and my favorite part of avengers endgame was you texting me after you saw it just the number 25 yeah yeah i let you know that's how many johnny storms i counted <laughs> watch it if you if you didn't see any johnny storms uh, everyone listening watch it again and count watch real close yeah, there's, oh, there. there's a lot of johnny storm cameos you're missing out on you just gotta squint real hard in the background yeah yeah, yeah. i remember chris evans did play johnny storm i might be cheating <laughs> so in any case so the fourth episode is kind of where they build up everything that's going on. They bring back old characters that we haven't seen. So, for example, the astrophysicist that comes back, played by yeah, Kat Dennings. That's, she was in Thor, yeah. Like, I'm like I recognize the, her. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the second Thor movie and the first Thor movie. She's too. in the first Thor movie, yeah. 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 Oh, she she was in Thor the, uh, Thor the Dark Thor? Yeah, she was Thor the Dark Thor. Yeah, yeah Thor got real dark. The Thor got super dark. <laughs> I've only seen the first Thor movie and went, that was a thing I watched for two hours. Well, in the second one, there's more of that. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> so then there's then there's they introduce uh him, they introduce uh the astrophysicist, they introduce um they introduce the sword, which is the yes. uh, strategic what is this? uh no strategic it's, weapon 
It's the Sentient Weapon ah, sentient Observation weapon. Response Division. Yes. I have it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it just boring SCP? Is that what sword is? Um, no, they're, they're Space Shield. Yes. So boring SCP. Yeah, I got it. Can I just get it like, like an SCP show? Please? Please. Oh. I, I want that. Like I, I already, I already got that game in control. Can, can I, can I get an SCP show? Oh, please. Can I just get control of the show? I would, I would uh, watch it. I wouldn't pay for it because I don't have the money, but I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially they go and they introduce all of these things. They tell us, they, they literally hand us everything that's happened outside of the bubble where essentially WandaVision is taking place. The show, yeah. uh, it's a bubble. Uh, that now Sword is trying to figure out what's going on. Um, they figure out that it's uh, you know old old TV TV show radio waves coming out, and they start watching it and they're watching the sitcom as everything is happening. At the same time, you know you find out that the um, the person who you see at the first episode who's writing notes, the actress is played by Kat Denning. You find hey, out hey. you find out that um, the guy who was yelling Wanda Wanda. Can you hear who's us? Do, who's, who's doing this to you, Wanda? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the FBI agent uh, trying to Ray communicate Park. with them. Uh, yes. And then yes. the beekeeper is uh, pe- actually... Uh, it was also Jimmy Woo, I think. No, it was somebody else. It was a different, yeah, it was a different agent. Else. It was a different sort of agent. And, um, you know, we come... We still don't know what happened to him. So, yeah. Oh, the bee guy? Yeah. Oh, who cares? That, I mean, the show, the show doesn't care. So why, why should we? I feel like, no, I feel like that's going to be a thing because <laughs> yeah. so as in that, in that, oh, I'm sorry, Matt, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, because that's ultimately what you find out in episode four is that anything that crosses over from the real world into WandaVision gets turned in, gets WandaVision. It's like, you know, when a guy mm-hmm. says, Wanda, do you need help? It comes out in WandaVision as help me Wanda, the beekeeper. He was like wearing... You know, like one of those like radioactive suits. He comes in through mm. the other end. He looks like a beekeeper now. Yeah, the, yeah, just, yeah. It, it Surrounded by dr- bees. The helicopter they found, the remote, they, they sent in a drone. You know, like one of those uh, toy drone things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, so, and that's the thing. So we realized that Wanda is the one who's kind of, I, I, I assume, and this is an assumption I'm making. Like, she's the one who's causing all of this. Because what ended up happening with the beekeeper when she said no and everything rewound what the people outside are watching, the scene just cuts. You don't actually see the fact that like it rewound and he disappeared. Yeah, um, it, there's just missing frames. Exactly. And then in the third episode, when Geraldine, who was actually Monica, gets uh, fucking tossed out of exactly. there. She gets yeeted right up out of there. There's, yeah. a whole, there's a whole scene where Wanda confronts her. And Wanda essentially like says like who are you why are you here why do you know about Ultron? Ultron killed my exactly. brother exactly and then just it, like Ed put it just yeets her through a bunch of freaking walls and <laughs> yeah. yeets her out of the out of the um the bubble out of uh Westview yeah yep and I, do me a favor get the fuck out exactly. of here exactly <laughs> and that scene gets completely cut you don't see that outside no not at all um so you don't see like. And I gotta give it up to first of all, I gotta give it up to um Elizabeth Olsen, who is by far the nicest of the Olsons. She's the talented <laughs> one. Yeah, she is the talented one. Um she uh, hashtag Paula's best friend, Elizabeth Olsen. She plays such a <laughs> likable character as Wanda 
that like you almost forgive the fact that obviously she has gone completely insane. I mean, she's just replicating her favorite Spider-Man movie for the last four episodes. <laughs> what? Which one's that? You know, the Spider-Man movie, the the one star Spider-Man, Pleasantville. Oh, that one. That's my favorite oh. Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah, episode three was a big nod to it when they changed from black and oh white to color. God. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, this is where we're at. This is where that last episode ends, where we now know that Wanda, having given birth to twins, is essentially controlling this weird little pocket little world pocket that she made for herself which not only to mention the the zombie vision i was about to say are we going to talk about that because that's like the coolest part of this episode i, think, I they... honestly think we need to talk about that when we come back and break we could do that we, c- we can do we that. could do that but no one cares about vision yeah nobody in the show cares about vision. yeah cat dennings anytime she's writing down notes i didn't see anything about vision in there not a it one. just says wanda like a million times <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back. Hello, and thank you so far for listening to this week's episode of The Layman's Guide to the Multiverse. Today's weather, beautiful, Blue skies ahead with golden sunshine coming in later today. Today's forecast calls for 86 degrees Fahrenheit, 32 degrees Celsius. I was having a dream the other day where I was Spider-Man. Have a great day. All right, and we are back. All right, so we just spent the last uh, 30 or so minutes uh, summarizing WandaVision. Um, so, yeah, my first question is is uh, pretty much my only exposure to Scarlet Witch is uh, House of M. And I've said it before on this podcast, I personally wasn't a big fan. Um, no more mutants. Yeah. Um, but there are no mutants in the MCU that we know of yet. <laughs> Yeah, there was no Wolverine, Matt. That girl opened up old wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but those wounds will close up real quick because Wolverine regenerates. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Matt will just reopen them. I'll just, just reopen them. I will tear your heart open. And uh, I forget the rest of the words of that song, and I don't remember it. Anyway. You're going to sew his. Sew, sew itself shut. That's uh. it. Wolverine's the edgiest teen. Wolverine was part of that band. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, Wolverine was definitely the basis for Paparazzi. I believe it. It's last, last resort makes way more sense now. Right? Cut my life in the pieces. It's easy oh when you got claws in your hands. Hot claw life. Oh, stop reminding me of that phase of my life. But mom, it's not a phase. <laughs> I don't know if you're referring to Wolverine or Papa Roach. <laughs> Why not Paolo's both? Been living... <laughs> Paolo's been living the hot claw life all his life. <laughs> So many things make sense now. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> no, so I, what I was getting at is I'm not aware of any comic book storylines that involve Wanda using her magic to put herself in various eras of sitcom 
So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where the hell what what are they drawing from All right. to make the show? Um, so I will say yeah, this. I will say this before Ed goes because go Ed Ed is the bigger expert on this. However, I don't know if I'm an expert. I was going to be like, let me throw you out what I know, and if you want to fill in the gaps for me, we, but uh, I, I feel like go for it. More consistently than not, Wanda is used as a catalyst for crazy yep. things to happen. Because yeah, not just crazy things to happen, but crazy things to happen to her because she loses her mind. Yes, she is not very stable. And if you didn't get that by the end of episode four, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how else Disney can hand that plate. Did, to you. did Zombie Vision not do it for you? Did Zombie Vision not give you the uh, the, you know, the cheat? Maybe something's wrong with Wanda. Well, I, I I figured it was the way she was looking at her babies, <laughs> right at right right after Zombie Vision. Yeah, and if you yeah. also missed that, it could have been the FBI like person saying, "This is Wanda's fault." <laughs> like turning to the camera, "Hey, idiots!" <laughs> <laughs> Wanda's, <Metal Gear. laughs> Wanda's doing this. No one's doing this to it's her. Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> was that Jimmy Woo that said that? No, that was Monica <laughs> Rambo who said that. Monica. That wasn't our boy Jimmy Woo. No, Wu. that wasn't our boy Jimmy Woo. <laughs> Wanda's doing this. Of, I do love him though. Like, this I don't is like know. one of my Japanese anime. Ray Ray Park is one of the the most likable actors. I feel so like anything that he's in, I tend to enjoy. He what, what he's in. I lo- yeah, he's he, great. He was, he was solid and uh, fresh off the boat. Yes, yes. Uh, he's also really good in. Um, oh my god, what movie is this that I watched? It was this movie that I was told to watch by the female members of my family. Was it always be my maybe? I think yes, because that's the one with Counter Reeves in it. Also, that that's Keanu a spoiler, thing. dude. Yeah. Oh my god, why would you, <laughs> spoilers for always be my maybe? Because. From what I hear, I knew that, but I hear if you don't know that going in, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. No, no. Even if you do know that, it's still fantastic. Like, that movie, I was surprisingly delighted by that <laughs> I movie. Mean, you just you set the bar now, and I'm just going to be like, you know, when's when's Keanu showing up? Like, I'm just waiting for that run-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's just... fine. That's fine, though. That's fine, because it's just as, it's just as good when he shows up. Mm. Out of nowhere. He's like, no, yes. You're breathtaking. And then it hits him with a chair. It's gonna nice. Be Trust me, you'll you'll enjoy it regardless. Uh. It's it's just like Tom Hanks in Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> or Johnny Storman in Yeah, it's the same. <laughs> All right, but going back to what we were talking what we were talking about. Yes, um, the comics. Uh, Where are we seeing this? We have she has lost her mind numerous times. times. Um the next the thing old- you're gonna say is that Jean Grey faints. Or dies. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. Jean, Jean, Jean Grey dies. Um, um go ahead. I mean, yeah. Scarlet Witch going crazy was uh, part of Avengers Disassembled, uh, which leads to my favorite comic death, Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> Do tell. Go on. Fucking Christ! Like this. Fuck you. No, I like Ryan Michael no. Bendis and his bullshit. No, 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 no head like this. <laughs> not like this. That's if what he have, meant. If you have, a, if you have not. What episode did we do? With, was that that your tirade? That was Death in Comics. That was Death in Comics. And then every episode after it. If you pretty much, if you ever <laughs> want to ask yourself why Ed gets so upset about Hawkeye's death in Avengers Disassembled, go listen to our Death in Comics episode. No, fuck it, I'll do it now. It's stupid. Like the guy, <laughs> he's got a <laughs> the guy's got a quiver on, right? And you'd think he'd have some kind of like 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 quick action release to get it off in case it ever catch like caught fire. No. 
the thing catches fire and like him him and fucking Captain America like shoot each other a look in the middle of the battlefield, right? It's awful. His name's And he's like, No, no, I'm not gonna die like this and he runs over to one of the fucking scroll of the Kree or something. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. He grabs that dude, smacks his fucking uh what was it, a jetpack, and they fly off. He's like, like this, and it blows up. I'm like, just take it off, stupid. His name Hawk Guy, not smart guy, all right? And yes, I called him Hawk Guy, okay? You can't. I've, I've never seen it in writing. You can't. You can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't be so bad if Captain America wasn't drawn so poorly in those panels. They all are. I know, like, so I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, 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 David Finch. Finch is the guy's yeah. name. His it, like his cover artwork for the entire Avengers disassembled um, storyline is great. But like this this whole scene is just so he dumb. Is, David Finch is really good at doing cover pages. His interiors are not that great. Like they're nah. they're okay. They're not like he's a little too dark. You know. You know. What I, you know what I feel like looking at those panels whenever whenever because we talked about this at least twenty times. Yeah. It's like you know, like when you watch like pro wrestling, like somebody does a drop kick and it's like lands a foot away from the guy, but then the other guy still sells it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that. That's kind of the same vibe I got. It's like <laughs> it's like what the fuck else can I do? Oh my my arrows are on fire. Okay. Oh well, this is my exit. <laughs> Yeah, just, <laughs> just hit him off. This is the part where I die. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> this is what it was. My planet needs me. Like, they, they fucking, uh, what the hell's the name of that dog's name from Simpsons? Crypto? <laughs> Crypto's Superman Santa's Little dog. Helper? No, Poochie. Santa's Little Helper. No, Santa's Little Helper. No, it's no, I'm, Poochie. Saying, I'm talking about Poochie. Hey, man. The... No, my planet needs me. Woo. Oh, yeah, I'm just thinking about Crypto. Fine. In any case, you could have just killed Hawkeye in, in any other way. And like, Bendis has some great ideas, but this was fucking dumb. Captain America, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you what did is- this to him. You did it yourself. Would don't, you write- don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. We're not going there. We could go there. We could go there. No. But Adventures Disassembled about- is the room of comics. There, I said it. <laughs> Only a Hydra ah, deals well, no. in absolutes. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> All right, so that's not the only time that she's gone crazy. She also then then proceeded to go crazy um, and screams no more mutants and creates a pocket dimension of uh, where mutants took over the world, House of M. House of M. Wasn't I? House of M. Wasn't didn't she do no more mutants? Or didn't she say no more mutants after uh, she goes crazy at Avengers Disassembled? So no, it leads up to it. So she goes into hiding after Avengers Disassembled. And creates the little pocket universe for herself where she magics herself pregnant with uh, Vision being alive. No, she visions herself. She re-resurrects her kids because so the whole storyline where she has kids with Vision happens mm-hmm. back in like the 80s and the 70s. It's actually okay, I, old. Yeah. Um, And the only reason I say that is because from that spin, uh, those two kids we come to find out are not real, obviously. Yep. And what? but then all of a sudden we have these two. Uh, they're not twins, but they're like these two kids who are born. One who has magical powers, and the other one who has, um, you know, essentially super speed. Um, and they're both named after the same kids who that were Wanda's kids. And essentially, the assumption is that Magic, who is the kid who does magic, and uh, I forget the other guy's name. Um, Go fast. Help me out here. No, not I, no I, 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 I won't be able to pull that. Uh, one second. I will find that out because it's 
Uh, magic. Wait, so and... the the ex the ex person magic like M A G I K that she she's got not, that sword. Oh, sorry, not magic, not magic. Oh, my mistake. Hold on. You, you mean that Scabam from like five years ago? Yeah. Why you gotta be so rude? Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Fun story. The uh, that band wrote a lot of Justin uh, Bieber's music. That is a fun story. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. Uh, so essentially, it's these two, the two young Avengers. Oh, okay. You know what Which I'm talking ones? about? Uh, no, uh, the Wiccan. Wonder Twins. Wiccan. Like... That's his name. Oh. Not Magic. It's Wiccan. Is it Wiccan and Hulkling? Wiccan and Speed. Oh, it almost was Go Fast. It almost was Go Fast. <laughs> yeah, so close. close. Yeah, yeah. So He's Wiccan, go Wiccan fast. and Wait. Speed. Are... I'm sorry, guys. I'm still looking at this panel of Hawkeye, and I'm just mad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They, they they created a character in the 80s and called him Speed. Yes. That's terrible. They knew what yes. they were doing. They yeah, they seriously. Were. So Thanks, Marvel. Supposedly, so, supposedly, they are the reincarnated fake babies of Wanda. Sure. That brings that's up a lot a, of that's questions. A that's a thing in the comics. That Vision helped birth in the middle of a blizzard, right? Yes, I'm not confusing my storylines, right? Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Vision totally held that baby in a blizzard while drinking a bottle of Jack. Okay, go ahead. Like, check speed out. Speed is yeah. speed is literally the spitting image of um Quicksilver. Like, just looks exactly like him. Oh, that's, that's not weird or anything. Right, there you go. It's magic. He's, got, he's even got the silver hair. They age so fast. I'm yeah. sorry. You, you you keep saying speed, and all all that comes to mind is Dash from Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> Another fast character that is just so on the nosely named. What's happening? In any case, so that's another time that she goes crazy is when she does no more mutants and then creates House of M. Um, what else has happened? To oh, do you remember the time that she was? Um, she comes back and she is now married to Doctor Doom, not remembering her past. Uh, I don't, but that was a thing that was, uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it was children's crusade. I believe it was called, um, oh, I vaguely remember that. Isn't that just called gaslighting? <laughs> Jesus. Did Dr. Doom just gaslight Wanda? Like, <laughs> no, no. Uh, what was it that happened? Apparently she knew, I think I don't, I, I started reading it and then I stopped. <laughs> oh, so I guess uh, so I, don't I know you remember love the ending. Been... Yeah, I have a bad habit of that. I start reading things that I think are interesting and then I forget. I, I stop. Um, but essentially, Avengers Children Crusade is with his rea reality altering power spiraling out of control. Young Avenger Wiccan sets out to find the one person who may be able to help him, the Scarlet Witch. The woman's ported to be his mother. But as Billy Kaplan embarks on this quest, he finds himself pitted against the Avengers, X-Men, and even his teammates. Uh, so yeah, and that is where we come to find out that uh, she is currently married to Dr. Doom. I do vaguely remember mm. this. Yeah, it's a nine issue, nine nine issue crossover. Um, if anything, the artwork is really, really nice. I isn't that a John Romita Jr.? Uh, no, it's actually um, what is his name? Last name is uh, Jim Chung, who does the artwork oh, okay. for that. It's interesting. I do really. Yeah, I mean, the I mean the, the artwork's good, and, and I do really dig uh, Wonder Man back there. Yeah, so Wonder Man comes back in that. Uh, they touch on a lot of the. Um, they they bring back Iron Lad. They bring back um, Kang. Are those another... just like kid versions of the the big superheroes? Like uh, Iron Lad. Sort of. Yeah, they're the kid. The no Iron Lad it's... is actually complicated. Um, he is yeah. a future. Mm. He is the younger version of Kang the Conqueror, who comes back in time to stop his future self. Oh, yes. some bishop oh. shit. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, they're they the 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 young Avengers were like the their answer to the Teen Titans. Yes. I mean I do like the artwork looks pretty nice, so I can't really complain there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Wanda's essentially gone crazy most of her career as a hero villain yeah mo- most of her time has just been we need something to happen uh wand is mentally unstable right let's not let's not like write a story about her getting help because that that'd be interesting now um <laughs> let's just have her warp reality again well so i mean that's what her powers essentially are it's the chaos magic the ability to warp reality um mm-hmm. which i guess they're leaning into more and more because if you notice her magic in the um, in the MCU show, very much looks like the reality stone. Whenever it it get acti- it got activated by Thanos, Ooh. yeah, and actually, that doesn't that harken back to just the regular MCU in general, where she had all these like red wispies whenever she uh, uh, used her powers. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. that's what I'm referring to. Like Thanos, the the reality stone is that red wispiness, and whenever Thanos yeah. altered reality, um, that was the effect that it had. And which stone was on Vision? The, no, the it was the time st- mind stone. Yeah, it wasn't he has the, the stone. mind stone. Yeah. He has the mind stone. Right. Um, which actually, if you recall, the mind stone was inside of Loki's scepter, and the essentially the history for Wanda and Quicksilver is that their powers were unlocked by um, what's his name? Uh, Strucker. Is it Baron von Strucker? Yeah, Baron von Strucker. Uh, during Ultron during age of ultron yeah uh using that scepter oh so that is interesting in essence you could say that the mind stone gave the powers to quicksilver and scarlet witch in the mcu which could be why she's so connected to the mind stone could be could be so these are all little strings that like I, i as someone who's watched and gone through everything I can speak to like I've seen I, I I unfortunately pay way too much attention to little details. Um, There's nothing so wrong with I that. Just, I, I, oh, it's great. I, I lose myself in it. Um, zombie vision. No, that's though. what's up. Zombie vision, though. That part was really fucking cool. Yeah, I think that was the coolest part of the whole episode. Yeah, it's his forehead was all caved in. Yeah, his forehead was all caved in. He's grayed out. Um, I want to know his how eyes she are all has his. Over. Yeah, I want to know how she has his body. I just, I just, I just assume they're skipping the '80s, '90s, and 2000s and going straight to the 2010s with their version of The Walking Dead. <laughs> nice. Oh, please. Oh, I hope, I hope that, I hope they're like their newer versions just goes like harkens to Breaking Bad or Mad Men or something. Like I need. Oh, that would be. Fun. I need prestige TV. <laughs> Scarlet Witch using her like telepath abilities and stuff like that to cook the perfect batch of meth. Yeah. <laughs> it's red meth. <laughs> no and I, and I would love them to push the envelope because really like if we're going to just dive into what we thought about the show um and it's kind of like mike had already alluded to i don't think this show pushes enough and i know uh, matt you had said that like well it's disney what do you expect and it's like yeah i get it but it's disney they play it safe with everything like this is your streaming service just lean into it a little bit more like like yeah like that first episode when they start switching camera angles around it does feel a little like uh, uneasy, mm-hmm. but it's not enough. Like I love weird shit. Like I'm a huge Twin Peaks, uh, the Twin Peaks fan. Right. Um, you know, uh, Lost Highway is fantastic, but I, and I and I don't I don't expect things to go like full Lost Highway. You know what I yeah, mean? I don't, yeah, I don't expect yeah, things to go crazy. Yeah. That's that is too like I I agree, but like that is too too high of a bar. <laughs> too, 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 right. too, too, but like yeah, yeah, go on. I just want them to grow. Just, just grow some balls. Just push the envelope just a little bit. Like do something mm. to to that point. 
like that reveal on episode four. I mean, again, I thought I thought it was cool and stuff like that. But like, again, it's 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 a Marvel movie and it's a Marvel show. And Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point, because like, as we all said, we're all kind of to an extent getting kind of sick of the Marvel movies. The, the bar is, is so low for, for a good movie. I feel, you know what I mean? Or, or, or a good piece of media for a moment. I wouldn't say that. I would, and I would totally argue. I mean, like you compare it though, to like some of the stuff, like, like doom patrol. For example, do, yeah, no, yeah. I get, I get where you're coming from with doom patrol, but you have to remember we are a different audience than your regular viewer. Fair, right. right. That that is that is that is by by nature the fact that we are taking the time to discuss all of this means <laughs> you're not a regular viewer, right? Uh, to to that, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. I do it uh, to do it. Just want to get this yeah. out though. I feel like, and quarantine definitely has you know the, the, like lockdown and everything. The, the the pandemic has something to do with this. Mm. That like, I think with this show just being okay or it's it's just good enough. That, that that's enough for people to watch it right now. You're True. not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, in because it could be better. It, yeah, life is good, but it could, it could be better. Be better. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to, to the same extent though. I mean, like, what other? I, I feel like this is the biggest chance they've taken on the Marvel property so far. You know, after that's, okay, that's arguable because you got to remember something, and I still do say this: <laughs> take the chance with James Gunn and Guardians of the Galaxy was a big risk for Marvel. Taking a chance with Taika and Thor was a risk. No, no, it's, I feel like are... I feel like that that was less of a risk because nobody nobody gives a shit about Thor. Or I should say nobody gave a shit about Thor until that third movie. That's also true. Yeah, and have you seen Tromeo and Juliet? James Gunn is brilliant, but um, I have actually. It's it's, it's I, I fabulous. Oh, you should you should watch it. I, like, ta- I, I so think I have my VHS. But Taika Taika is is he wasn't as big when he did Thor. I think at that point, what had he had done? His biggest thing was was what we do in the shadows. What we do in the shadows, yeah, yeah. Which is great. If you haven't seen that, please. No, the, do the, the point I'm trying to get at, though, when I say they're taking a risk, I don't mean in a sense of like who they're selecting to direct and stuff like that. I just mean in terms of just the sheer writing, because yeah, the, the content. Yeah, because at the end of the day, Guardians of the Galaxy is, oh hey, you know, we're the heroes over here. We need to go over there and do X. Well, when like when when you're serving up bland chicken all the time, throwing some salt on it's a fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I do feel just kind of going back to Doom Patrol, like because I I knew even less going into Doom Patrol than I did about uh well I don't really I knew I don't know anything about Vision really. Uh, you but, don't care. Uh, you don't care about Vision, and that's the thing. But I didn't really also care the about the Doom care Patrol. Either. But the Doom Patrol show made me care, and I feel like in these four episodes, I didn't get enough. Like I'm looking for weirdness, or and one episode of Doom Patrol was far more weird and far more fulfilling to me than the four episodes so far. And it but might I, get better, but so I, I, don't I, agree. I actually, I actually, in thinking while you're discussing this, I just I've realized something that is mm-hmm. something that could be said about Marvel as a whole. Mm-hmm. I, like, I, I feel agree. like Marvel as a whole does not do weird, while you get weird stuff as a baseline <laughs> in DC Comics. <laughs> No, not not to not to turn it into a Marvel versus DC thing, but and like ourselves, like it just even in the stuff that we enjoy reading, something stuff like Planetary, stuff like Grant Morrison's, uh, like Claws, for example. That shit is weird as fuck. Okay. You mean you mean to tell me there's anything normal though about Hot Claw life? <laughs> yeah, there ain't nothing, I mean, nothing <laughs> normal about that. What, what the, the point I'm trying to get at here is is that there's no shortage of weird stuff within Marvel comics. The problem is is that 
they're not bringing it to the mainstream within the MCU. I feel like they're not bringing it to the same level either. Yeah. Also, and also to be fair, a lot of the stuff that I really enjoy about comics isn't like the the hardcore mainstream stuff. Like some of my favorite runs, like like, it's like one one of my favorite runs on Batman is um the Dick Grayson, uh, Damian Wayne Batman and Robin. Oh, with Greg Grant Morrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like it's this this like deadly serious campy fun like bright colored thing. Like it, it's <laughs> it's Adam West Batman on fucking ass. Love it. And I get where um, you're coming from with that because you don't even even when Grant Morrison was writing X Men, it wasn't as weird as the stuff that he's done in DC or the stuff that he does on his own. No, it's it was still pretty baseline. I don't want to say baseline X Men because like it definitely didn't feel the same. But he definitely was trying to. They were trying to do something new and try to reinvent the X Men for the new millennium. Mm. So they gave it to to Grant because they were like, "Hey, you've done a great job with like reinventing all these other." All, all these other properties over DC, like the, uh, the Animal Man, uh, the Justice League. It was pretty much anything they handed him that they were trying to reboot. He knocked that out of the park. Yeah, or the, the, they knocked it out of the park, excuse me. Yeah. Um, where, like, the X-Men, they kind of gave him a little bit of rain because, like, the, the whole thing with, the, what was it, Zorn? Yeah. Um, in, a, in a nutshell, in a vacuum, like, that by itself is kind of neat. Um, I mean, but Marvel does, Marvel does what Marvel, or Marvel did what Marvel does, uh, and they retconned it three times. Yeah, you know they 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 backpedaled on it. They put it back in. They backpedaled on it. Well, well, Zorn wasn't really, uh, you know, wasn't really Magneto. He's actually this this other person, and he's dead now, or is he? Right, right. Yeah, and I feel um, like, and I, I I can see where you're coming from with that because Marvel has a tendency to play it safe. Oh, and then Disney, and then the problem too. is that Disney has a uh, has a problem playing it safe. It's Disney, like, like you you know what you're getting. The thing when, is, like, the thing is you can't. The thing is, all of this is before Disney. So, in essence, you're saying now that it, it only it it it's synergized. It's only compounded. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's only compounded for Disney because Disney now they bought Marvel. Marvel already plays it safe in the comic environment, so they don't want to break like too much of the status quo. Uh, which is which is ridiculous because they do, and and I feel like when they they and sorry to cut you off, yeah, but no. they like they sometimes they break way too far from the status quo. Like at the height of the MCU, you know who who the Avengers were. You, you no one Thor. who the Avengers were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you had uh, uh, Lady Thor, whose name I can't pull up. Uh, it was uh, Jane. Thank you, Jane Foster. Um, mm. uh, Sam Wilson was Captain America. The Falcon. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Was um was was uh Miss Marvel? Was it um? Oh, Kamala Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. She 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 was Captain Marvel at that point. Um, which I I, I don't think she, she was still Miss Marvel. But, yeah, she was still Miss yeah. Marvel. Miles Morales was Spider Man. Love um, that guy. Which now, like now, you know, he's gotten a movie since, so like people know who he, who he is. Um, Riri Will, uh, Riri Williams was Iron Man. That's right. Who's a character that was introduced in the comics and was never introduced in any of the movies, and we exactly. so no one no one knew about her aside from yeah. like the people who were hardcore about you know wanting to get something different in about Iron yeah. Man, but it and, went uh, too far in the other direction. Yeah, and Laura was um, from uh, uh, Logan. Oh yeah, the, the, the X-23. Girl, she was, she was she, uh, was it X-23? Yeah, X-23. I think essentially that's who she was supposed to be. Yeah, I so I'm I'm getting myself confused. Uh, but she was Wolverine at that point. Yeah. So like all of your like big name heavy hit main eventer guys that people are going to the movies and like, "Oh shit, this is awesome." Oh, yeah. like, I I want to go read more about Thor or Iron Man. You know, the Thor was so funny in the in the, the Avengers movies or Robert Downey Jr was great as Iron Man. Let me go read these com- Who the fuck are these Avengers? <laughs> Not just that. Do you remember Hulk was Amadeus Cho? Who yeah. is even Amadeus Cho? Sounds yeah. sounds cool. I don't know. 
I, I'd like that's the thing. I, I'd like to know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but the, right. and the, the and MCU like ain't it, helping. The MCU ain't helping. <laughs> exactly. And that, but that's part of the problem. Like, I think that's part of the problem. Do we want to talk about Heroes Reborn 2.0? Uh, that's not not in this episode. That's something for later on because I, I I'm sorry. Get, I, I can't. I cannot get into that and yeah. how angry that makes me. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, spooky anyway, space but I will say this. I will say this for playing it safe. And during a pandemic, you know, people who are not crazy people like us who want that super weird stuff, who want that, like, it it, it gives you just enough that it tastes good. So you're going to want more. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're getting bland chicken, you throw some salt on that bitch. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so to, be, to, listen. Some people like bland chicken. What are you gonna do? Like, yeah. you need that protein. That protein. I mean, to, to that <laughs> point, that that's like, it's almost why I'm a little disappointed in episode four because I would hope in the big reveal would be more towards the end. Yeah, it did feel a little premature because I wanted to see like like their '80s sitcom, their '90s sitcom. Like, I wanted like a Full House or Family Matters yeah. tribute. Like, I need. I mean, imagine that's the '90s. Still, listen, we still have. Yeah, a we bunch might still of get it. We might still get. We obviously are still going to get it because it, it. We haven't even seen like half the the scenes that we saw in the trailer. All right, True. all right, all right. Here's my bet. Here's my bet. When they got up to the '90s, it's going to be Twin Peak call Twin Peaks callbacks. Oh, dude! If they do that. If they do that, then I, I, all of my criticism goes out the window. I mean, not not for me. I'll be happy, but my criticism <laughs> still stands. Like, <laughs> no, you're, no, you're, but I'll be happy. Right. I'll be very happy. <laughs> just just one episode. Uh, Vision picks up a book. Oh, Have you ever oh, heard about Tybat? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I shit! I mean, listen. There is a. I did see a scene. They did release a trailer for the next part of the season, and you do oh. see there's a scene where Wanda's fighting Vision. So, I don't know. So they're gonna be fighting. Vision was Bob. Ooh, Ooh. Wrapped, wrapped in plastic. I can only be so lucky, right? Like I would be really excited if like it was official. The Parker here. <laughs> so it's official. <laughs> what we really want out of WandaVision is for it to turn into a Twin Peaks season. I mean, not not even because I after. I mean, this is we're so in the weeds at this point. But after season three, I don't even know what Twin Peaks is anymore, right? So, like, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> that's absolutely fair. And, and speaking you. of, we're we're uh, we're getting a new David Lynch show on. I forget if it's HBO Max or where it's going. Um, some some streaming service, I, but he's getting free reign. I thought Netflix. Is it Netflix? I, that's what I heard last, but I don't know if that's changed. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but the name of the show is the same name of the town that uh, Cooper shows up in at the end. Yeah, he's strong. Don't ruin it. I still haven't seen it. He's trolling. I'm not. That's, that's all I'm telling you. This doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It literally it means really nothing. doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet, guys. I haven't finished season three. I'm still recovering from that one episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And we're still recovering after episode four of WandaVision. Well, in so, different stages of recovery, I'm just kind of like, eh. <laughs> I had a slight it's cough. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a 12-step plan. It's... <laughs> So, so not for nothing, um, this show is doing at least a couple of interesting things. Like, I don't know if anybody else saw some of the Easter eggs in the background. Um, our our boy Jimmy Cho, or, uh, sorry, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Woo, mm-hmm. um, Paula mentioned uh, Amadeus and the Hulk. Um, but yeah, sorry, our, our, our boy Jimmy uh, is standing in front of a whiteboard with like things we know and things we don't know. And under things we don't know, there was a why all the hexagons. Uh, if you look in the background, a lot of things are just in shape of hexagons, as well as especially the um, the director of Sword. Uh, when you walk in, he's got a wall of like all his accolades and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's in the shape of a hexagon. 
That's fun. That's interesting. Ooh. Yeah, there's a bunch of that kind of stuff. I didn't um, notice that. I I had taken uh, when they were talking about how like there was the energy that was coming out out of uh, Westview when they were saying like oh it's close to the Big Bang or like it's close to the same energy that like uh, was coming off during the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. I was like ah cool like maybe they're gonna instead of using cosmic rays in space they're gonna use that for the Fantastic Four. But Paula shot on my dreams. I'm sorry about that. I I they the showrunner already said that that's not how they're gonna introduce the Fantastic Four. Here's here's my here's my theory and I haven't read anything online is that at, at the end of this whole thing uh, the Westview uh, sphere is going to explode. And it's mm-hmm. going to have ramifications across the entire world. And that's how they introduce mutants. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That would be really cool. And that's how we get Wolverine. Yeah. And finally, I have to see Wolverine. I think like it, yeah. it like a, a, a spot in Australia shines and Hugh Jackman just looks at his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman becomes Wolverine. He is now Logan. And, he, and, he, and he's standing on a cliff and all of a sudden like the claws come out of him and like the words Wolverine come up and zooms in and the X-Men uh, theme music starts playing. <laughs> Oh, I, I figured you were going to say that it's, it's just that shot from uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine where he's standing outside of the uh, like the Weapon X facility oh, no. and he's just staring at his hand awkwardly. Yeah, no, yeah, no, let's not talk about that movie. Oh, can we? We should. The only, okay. one I, the only one I've seen is the one without the CJ. That's what I was about I to say. I I keep, we need to, I mean, like, we need to find that. Up. We need to find yeah, that. I keep bringing it up every time that Wolverine comes up and it's just, if you could find it, guys, or gals, or non-binary pals, give it a go. It's better without the CGI. Yeah. It's, oh, it's 100% It's incredible. I love it. All right, guys. I think that will wrap it up. Um, if you're interested, go watch the next episode of WandaVision and see what you think. Or possibly by the time we release this, uh, you know, you you definitely have seen more than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode five comes out, what, tomorrow morning? Yep. Tom- yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Actually, in about a couple hours. Huh. huh. I like that. Huh. Right. So you guys get to watch WandaVision and listen to us be wrong for an hour. Wrong about what? We don't know yet. It's all conjecture. It's all conjecture. We don't know anything. No, I I still stand by the fact that Doom Patrol is more interesting than WandaVision. I agree. (laughs) Doom Patrol is a high bar. Yeah, I mean, I... Listen, if you want to know about Doom Patrol, go go listen to our Doom Patrol episode. It's going to yeah. keep plugging every episode that we've already done. <laughs> yeah, just just watch the episode. Just watch Jane's episode. And that's, to me, much better than this, at least the four episodes of WandaVision. So. I, I, I disagree. I like it. But, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, I feel like that Jane episode's much better of getting into a character psyche than if, if that's what WandaVision is trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to get into the psyche that is Wanda Maximoff or not, so. I mean, we still don't know because we still got five episodes. We so got five still episodes to watch. So let's let's wait and see what happens there. I'm expected well, to be I surprised. Hope, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I just hope Disney just just you know force feeds me the rest of the answers. I hope Wolverine's in it. All right, guys. That have a good night. All of the music that you have heard is the song "Dance Rock" off the album "Descent of the Goober Monster" by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com.